0: Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach. I'm excited to share a new episode of our podcast with you. Today, you're going to hear from Chelsea Vaughn. She's the founder of an organization called Humble Over Hype. I can't wait for you to hear um, her heart and the, the passion behind this organization. She lives in the Houston area, so let's jump right into it. Well, thanks for joining me today, Chelsea.
1: I'm really excited to be here.
0: Awesome. So I want to start this off um, just so the listeners kind of get an idea of who you are. So talk about your background a little bit, um, a little bit about yourself and a little about your family growing up. And then um, I know you went through the Hurricane Katrina displacement. Just kind of talk through that part of your story.
1: Yeah. So I am originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. I have um, been in Houston since I was 10 years old. So Hurricane Katrina. Katrina did displace us to Houston, Texas. But, you know, one of the things I think um, just going through that, I think that's where humility started for me a lot. And I think that's where God birthed a lot of what He's doing now in my life um, as as a 25 year old. But um, I, we went through Hurricane Katrina, we evacuated to Houston. My mom, and so she had to wait when Hurricane Katrina hit she had to wait for her license to transfer over and so we stayed in like a hotel for like a month and we just we had to figure out what was next um ended up being in Houston been here ever since I have a brother um, and I have a brother who's four years younger than me I went to the University of Missouri for college um, a lot of people they were like, why would you go all the way to the midway school? Like, but um, they have a great journalism program at Mizzou, and so I went there for journalism. And um, yeah, so but I went through Hurricane Katrina, just went through some struggles with my father. He, um, my dad is actually from Nicaragua, so my dad is from a different country, speaks Spanish, and everything. And so him and I have had things with our relationship, and just, you know, maneuvering through all those things, but him, we, we love each other. We're good. Um, and so my family, I love my family. My mom just has two kids, me and my brother. So I grew up the oldest, um, always kind of been mature for my age, I guess. I don't want to brag on myself. I hate to talk to myself, but this is what this is for, but always kind of been mature um, for my age and always really had a deep relationship with God. I think um, I know one of the questions was kind of about faith and how it started. I'm asking your questions for you, but I mean, we might as well just go through it's it. All um, good. But my mom, yeah, my mom was really the one of the biggest foundations for me when it comes to my faith. Uh, she grew, growing up, she worked two jobs as a nurse and she always used to say, God gave me strength and she always used to pray and, and stuff. And I saw that. And so at a very young age, I was seeing those things. And then when we went through Hurricane Katrina and her faith got her through that and was, she was able to be strong for us. And so God has just really been a part of my life for a very long time. Um and so yeah, it's just a little bit about my background.
0: Cool. And we'll talk about your faith um as we go through this. But I want to talk about this organization that you started called Humble oh. Over Hype. Um mm-hmm. why did you create it and then kind of what's the story behind creating that?
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting cuz you know how sometimes you want to have this like beautiful pictures story and like just tell people all the x's and o's of how you got to where you are um but it's been a faith the journey for sure i was about 16 years old and i used to make youtube videos in my parents' bedroom because i thought i was going to be oprah tyler perry tv jakes all these people i love all of them you can ask my parents i love them and i used to make youtube videos and just sit in front of a camera like this and talk and talk and one day i was like you know what Drake says YOLO, but I say humble over height. And next thing you know, like, I I believe that God just really placed it in my spirit. I was a cheerleader in high school, so I was around athletes all the time. And I just saw how people um, treated athletes. And I was like, you know, I knew I always wanted to make an impact on people. And I was like, yo, if I can make an impact on athletes and I can make an impact on the community and a generation of people. I love people. I've always been a people's person. And I believe that God, like athletes are people. And I think that that's why God gave it to me. And I know that's why he gave it to me. So it came from there. Over the years, it's developed. I started with a dollar and a dream. It was like, I, I literally made the logo that you see right here. I made the logo like on a piece of paper. I'll never forget it. I just drew it when I was like 16. Um, and then like the designs, I just went on in the internet was creating stuff. So it's just, it, it was really a God thing. Um, very genuine, uh, came over time. Like I said, I was 16, around 16 when I started it. I'm 25 now. So I've been working a very long time on the vision. Um, and then when I went to Mizzou, it became a nonprofit my sophomore year in college and it just took momentum and it just kept on growing and growing from there. So, yeah.
0: One of the first things that stood out to me, um, I think we connected probably a year ago mm-hmm. um, was going on your website on the front page. It says humble over hype. And it says hype enough to know I'm great, but humble yeah. enough to know he's greater. Explain yeah. where that came from.
1: Yeah. Funny thing so I was in my dorm room with a group of friends and I was trying to come up this is in college now this is this is so it's crazy because like when I think about when you have to reflect on your life and like your journey it's kind of like people see now and they see like oh so-and-so's wearing it. that's so dope but like it's been a journey to get to where I'm at and we were all in the dorms and we were talking and we we're all just trying to come up with like everybody was just throwing out ideas and we were just coming like I guess pinpointing, like piggybacking off of each other. And we just, like, we just started talking about it and and, and came up with the phrase. And what it essentially means is that, like, I know that I'm great, but I know that God is greater. And we know with athletes, athletes have talent that's God-given. I do not believe that you can run fast and jump high on your own strength. I think people think you can lift weights and people think you can train and that's true but there's almost what a billion people in the world and not everybody can do that so it's a gift right it's a gift from God he's the giver of gifts of all gifts not just sports but we're talking about athletes right now so that saying in that slogan is basically to say that although I'm great and and the world is going to treat me great the world is going to put me on a pedestal the world is going to make me this and that God is greater than, than all of those things. So that's where it comes from. We were in the dorm room just talking and it just literally came, like it came out.
0: That's awesome. So for somebody that's still going, okay, what is humble over height? I mean, how would you, I mean, what's the, the mission or vision
1: behind it. So the mission and the vision behind Humble Over Hype is to see generations and generations of people um, be humble and to for people to see athletes as more than just numbers and figures. I think mm. um, in our society, we have such a hierarchy, right? Like when an athlete, so for example, even with COVID right now was going on, when celeb- when the NBA shut down, the NBA season, that's when everybody was just like, oh, this is serious. You know, like we put sports on such a huge um pedestal, and oftentimes sports is used as like a god, and so I think the the reason behind it and the reason why it's so important is because the hierarchy in our society puts athletes on a pedestal, and sometimes that can get to them, and then people are upset at how they act, so for example, if you From a young child, if you're told that you're great and then you're an adult and now you face adversity for the first time in your life, like you've had to face adversity, but now there's consequences to that adversity. Everybody's like, oh, that's a dumb player or he's a dumb athlete or she's Mm -hmm. a this or they are that and fooling typically people can love you one minute and then they turn their backs on you in the other minute. Right. And so humble over height is so timely. It's so needed. It's so important because it's saying like, no, like at the end of the day, we all are people and you have to deal with the person aspect of who you are because if you don't, you will allow the whole world to define that for you and they will love you one minute and then they won't like you in the next. So who really are you going to allow to define you?
0: Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. So I think, Last year, the first time we talked, you were going into your first h o h humble over hype real talk event. so mm-hmm. as recording this, you just finished your second annual event so talk yes, about that right for all the great <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> so like talk about that said. event and what it's all about
1: so uh I have so many visions for what I want to do with humble over height um. But it costs money, you know, and, and it, it's a lot of things. And, and there were so many things that I wanted to do that I was doing behind closed doors. So a couple years ago, um, I used to, when I was at Mizzou, I used to host like real smaller world talks where I had athletes from the Mizzou football team. They would come and we would have like a Bible study. So it would, it would be a safe play, place and safe environment where they would be able to talk about the things and um, they would be able to ask questions and we'll be able to dive into some of the things that they face. And so you fast forward last year, I, you know what? I was like, you know what, God, it's time to do it. Like God was like, do it. And I was like, okay, God, but how, and where's the money going to come from? And like all these things, I had never put on an event of this magnitude and all that. So I took a leap of faith, on um, my team and I, of people that helped me. We took a leap of faith and we planned it. And so what it is that we high school athletes to a venue where we bring professionals and professional athletes. And what they do is they talk about humility and identity. They sit on the panel, they talk about humility and identity. And we talk about some of the real conversations because we want kids to see that, yes, like you can make it to the professionals, but also they have to know who they are as people. But then also if you don't make it to professional sports, there is options outside of that. There are options outside of that. And so we give away a scholarship and then we have a speaker, which Matthew Davis has been our keynote, which you interviewed Matthew before. Matthew played, um, SMU was playing that in them. And Matthew was a high recruit during his time. Like he was, he had all this hype on him and his life went the way that it went, but it's a beautiful story because Mm -hmm. God is using him in major ways now. um, And he does a talk at the end of the event and we give children, children, kids, sorry, they're not children, but like kids an opportunity to like, give their lives to Christ if they want to come up for mm. prayer salvation. And even this year, like it's so crazy because not only did kids come up there, but adults were coming up there. People wow. that was a part of the event was coming up there. My friends that came in town was coming up there. It was just like, it is such a powerful thing. You have to come next year because absolutely, it's I can't explain it. I can't, um, put into words the power of God that's there, but it's such a God thing. We take sports and we take God and we put it in one room and we really just tell, give people the opportunity to know who he is outside of just sports and using him for game days or, you know, when we want something, which is what typically what we do. So... That is what Humble Over Hype Real Talks are. They're very real. They get real, real. Um, you have an opportunity to see people cry and and, get, and be vulnerable, right? Men be vulnerable. And that's and such a – it's so needed in our society. So you'll have to check it out next year so you can like come on here and tell them what it was like.
0: <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. Just, I'm just visualizing, you know, talking about identity and humility and then giving – I mean, presenting the gospel and having adults and yeah. students, I was almost say kids too, students respond. That's, yeah. That is unbelievable and something yeah. that um, is much, much needed. That's very good. Um, so you, there's also, you have some athletes that listeners are familiar with that kind of rep your brand, if you will. Um, I'm originally from Alabama, big Auburn fan, So Patrick Nix. Uh-huh. Um, is real big on wearing the humble over high bracelets. You've got Kelly Bryant, I'm um, a quarterback, Clemson Mizzou was just on the Instagram live with you last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a one from Tennessee, um, last name Taylor, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, reps your brain a lot. So what what is it like to get those guys to to really embrace it and become, I guess, a brand ambassador if you will?
1: Yeah, um uh- um. So it was funny because two. Was it two years ago that uh, Baker Mayfield got drafted? It, the the draft is just speeding by. So it must have been two drafts ago. But Baker had on the wristband. He he's been wearing. He was wearing the wristband, and I was getting all these notifications about Baker wearing it. And a lot of people. Um. They always ask me how this feels. Baker wears it. Justin Fields wears it. They. I mean, to be honest with you, um, it's a genuine thing. I think. I don't have to, some of them I know very well. Um, Kelly and I are really good friends. I know I know Kelly very well. Like I have some people that I know very well, but then other people, I've never met them a day in my life. But mm. the genuineness of the brand and the message of what it stands for sticks with them in some capacity. And it's interesting because I think when I was in the beginning stages of Humble Over Hype, and I still do it now, but I've always prayed that whenever people hear or they see humble over height that they're like inspired and they're drawn to it for the right reasons. And so for me, I don't really get caught up in like names, even though like some people are like, it's a huge deal. It is a huge deal. Don't get me wrong. Like it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm truly grateful, humble, honored, all of that to, um, to know that these people really um, resonate with the message. But at the end of the day, it is always and will always be about the glory of God for me, the kingdom of God. And I think that that's the coolest part about it, to know that they're getting, that God is getting the glory, even at the the ages that they are, even with the platforms that they have, there is some capacity of Christ in that. And a lot of those guys um, do really rock with the message. You think about Justin Fields and his story and him, you know, the, the roller coaster that he's been on in his journey, but like humility has probably been the number one thing in his life because he's realized you can have it one day and then one day it could be, mm-hmm. you know, the next, the next thing can happen. So it's cool. I'll say it's cool, but it's also, um, it's just something that I look at them as people. So like, I'm just like, Oh, that's dope. Okay. You know, like I'm glad that it's impacting them. Like, I, I don't, I, I'm not surprised I should say, because I know that God has called this to be something huge for the glory of his kingdom, no, you know what I mean? So I can't really get caught up in like, who's marrying me and who's
0: not. No, that's good. And that, that's a good perspective because if you start focusing on numbers or yes. <laughs> um, of, of, or the who, then you kind of lose the purpose. No, that's good. I just thought it was a uh, pretty cool to get a guy. Um, like I watched part of the Instagram live last week, with Kelly Bryant, just Cause I knew we were trying to connect on this and um, mm-hmm. I was just blown away by, by the humility. Um, yeah. of a guy like that I mean he's got a huge platform I know Patrick yes. Nick's coming from the son of a successful quarterback and you know and and I know his faith is incredibly strong so to see guys like that wearing the brand it's got it's got on the human side it does. it's got it's got to make you <laughs> feel good right
1: <laughs> yeah Bo is Bo is awesome like all these kids are okay I'm calling you kids I'm not that far but all these guys are like super awesome and to be honest with you um that is one of the things with humble over hype is to give a platform for people to be able to see athletes in a different light so it's it's really cool because all these guys are like supporting it but then people are also getting to see them in a different light that the media may not portray them in and so humble over hype is a platform for athletes and i I see it being a huge platform for them to be able to tell their stories in a way that no one has ever heard it before because they have the freedom to do that because i have no agenda you know i don't I don't have an agenda. The only agenda I have is for them to be real and to love God. So that is that's awesome. Um, it is cool. So you, you're right, though. It is cool. But sometimes I'm just like, oh, he's talking about him. Like, you know, I just I don't yeah. see him like that. So sometimes I have to, like, remember, like, other people look at them at this certain level. And I have to understand that that's the world we live in. Right.
0: Right. But, <laughs> but in, in your perspective, it is encouraging, too, because I'm sure you get bombarded yeah, um, from people because of your connection with certain athletes yeah. they're trying to get in on it because they think they can get access yeah. to yeah justin fields or kelly Bryant or whoever so i mean that's sure. that's got to be um difficult as well you know for sure
1: a lot of prayer
0: <laughs> Yeah, you have,
1: to, you have to discern i think there are opportunities that i've had to turn down because um it just didn't feel right in my spirit i was like ah. Eh. You know, like, I don't like, with like, for example, with this, I feel, you know, this is genuine. So I don't mind coming yeah. on here and talking and talking about these things. But some people don't really care. They just want to get me on here so they can get access to the people in the platform that we have, which is fine because that's business, that's life. And I had to learn like through my journey. I had to learn that that's a part of it. But, um... One of the things I always tell people, don't ever be so um eager for an opportunity that you lose the heart behind what you're doing, and I think a lot of people, especially in the sports world, it's easy to do that, and so I've just been very mindful of that because I know that God gave me this in a genuine way, and I want it to continue to be a genuine thing and if I let too many hands get in it, it can take away from the integrity of what we're trying to stand for so yes,
0: yes. and that's a and that's a balance. Um, with anything that you're using, I mean, I know I'm always, um, very cautious, you know, yes. with this podcast too, because, um, you know, I've had people say, well, can I host one too? And it's like, you don't want to, you don't want to make it about you, but you also have to be very careful because you want it to, um, remain in the, in the purpose. And that's to glorify God. Yeah. You know? At the end so, of the day,
1: that's all it's about. Cause even when I'm gone one day, the legacy of what humble over hype stands for will live. The message will live on forever. That's, right. and that's what it's about. And so if I get caught up in my own self and I'm a woman too, so I'm, you know, I'm a woman in a sports dominant and male dominated sports field. And so that's a whole different, like way to maneuver through that. But that has also been an advantage, right? Because people don't expect it. So it's like, kind of like, Oh, she's a girl. Like, yeah, she's a girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's been a journey. It's been a good journey. Um, but my advice to people will always be to don't lose the heart behind what you're doing because that's
0: the most. Mm. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I'd, yeah. I can tell you, it, it can be very easy and tempting to take your eye off the purpose because yes. you're trying because you see you have people going, "Oh, wow, you're doing such a great job." If you thought about this, if you thought about that, and you can increase your your platform. But if you're yeah. care, if you're not careful, yeah. And by pursuing bigger. You kind of lose focus of best. Yes, for sure. Yeah, that's good. So, um, a lot of our listeners are high school coaches, especially mm-hmm. football. It's just become. It wasn't designed that way. It's just the way God has um, mm-hmm. led this podcast. So, how can a high school coach or athlete become involved or benefit from humble over at hype? Or you know, if they wanted even to have you speak to their staff or team? What, what does that look like? Or do you, or do you do those type of engagements?
1: Yeah, I'm actually like super into that. Like I, like I always kid with people that if I could just travel and speak, that's what I, I would just, if I can just travel and speak, that's what I like to do. Talk. I've been liking to talk since I came out <laughs> the room. So I, that is my gift. Um I can talk my way into anything and talk my way out of anything. But um I would love to, I, if they email the email, you can put some of the information on here, um, yep. reach out. We would love to come and talk to the, to the, um, to the kids, the coaches, one of the things will humble over hype is a message. And I think, especially in coaching, especially at that age. So we have a lot of our following are college and professional athletes. And we have, Really been building our um, way into the into the high school because if to be honest with you, the younger you can reach a kid or a student, the the, the easier it is to kind of understand, like to get them to understand. Because once yes. college and the professional, you know, it's like sometimes I'm having to sit down thousands of times and talk about, well, this is what I've been doing my whole life, and I'm like, I get that, but this is what you should have been taught then, and like all these different things, and so. High school is really a very important age. It's a very important developmental age. And so if you can get coaches to start talking to their athletes about humility in high school, then by the time they get to college and in their real world life, then they have some of those tokens and those nuggets that they need to maneuver through all of the things that life is going to bring. Because I think sometimes we forget that a kid can play a sport, but life is still going to happen at the end of the day. You know, and like a kid can play a sport and they could be a top recruit or a top athlete, but the life is still going to hit them at some point. And so if that identity or those conversations have never happened, then it might hit them where they don't have the access to the resources that they used to have. Or there's so much spotlight on them that they can't make the same mistakes that they could have made maybe at that age. And so I think... Um, for all my high school coaches, you know it, it is a this a very hard age. I understand teenagers think they know everything, <laughs> but it is important for humility to be um, instilled. And even coaches got to be humble. I think coaches. I didn't see who I didn't see some coaches.
0: Oh, um, I didn't yeah. See
1: coaches cut up. I'm like, hold on, now nah, you the example. So. Even with coaches, I think it's even important for the leader to make sure that they're strong and they're healthy and, and both spiritually and, and physically too, obviously, but making sure that they're they're holding themselves to a standard as well because the kids are only going to um, do what they see the person that's leading them are doing. So. Well,
0: yeah. that's a good but word there. i
1: love to come, to love to come talk to high school uh, coaches and kids, or students, sorry. Keep calling up.
0: And, out I'll, and, and I'll put your... Website and email in the the notes. So, this next question um, is You have a unique experience with your exposure to sports. So, um, we live in a culture that's very divided, um, whether it's religion, politics, race, socioeconomics, you name it. But sports has this unique ability to kind of tear down those walls and bring people together. So, you're um, involved in the sports, how have you seen that those walls be torn down where ordinarily they they're there?
1: Yeah, um, man, that's a that's a great question. You know, I think sports is one of God's gifts to us. Um, when we use it in in the way that it should be used in, I think sports. What I've seen oftentimes with sports is that when people are having bad days or people are going through chaos or even um a lot of times athletes it's their outlet their way out right and Mm -hmm. i think sports just has this um power behind it this this force behind it that, that can bring so many people together it is truly a blessing and when it's used not for exploitation or just for money and greed it has the opportunity to spread love and joy and so I think sports is extremely um, one of God's greatest gifts to us. I think God knew what he was doing. I think, you know, sometimes people think that we are the creators of what we're doing. Like people think that all of these guys are, are women who broken records and like all these different things. And that, that's kind of like how sports has evolved. But to be honest with you, it's because God has allowed it to. And so um, sports, I've seen sports just make people's day. I've seen sports bring families together. I've seen sports have a lot of positive things that it, it comes out of it. Yeah. It's a lot of negative. We could talk about that all day. I mean, I deal, obviously I deal with a lot of the negative sides of it because I'm helping people develop and in, in, in spiritually and, and, in, in, uh, personal development, but there's so much positive that's come where people's um, families have come together for the first time at a game or something, or, you know, just like, you know, your kids out there doing well, it's kind of hard to be mad at each other, right? Like, it's just stuff like that that I've seen where it's broken barriers and when it comes to racism and all these different things. We have a long way to go, but I think mm-hmm. we've come a long way. So, yeah.
0: I agree. And I think sports does play a key role because it's the one place that, at least for a few hours, yeah. you know, you're know, you high-fiving people that don't look like you and act like yeah. you that you don't, probably don't agree with. Yeah, um, even even in the in the locker room. Yeah, so you have this common common goal.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: ath- athletics is a platform, so I want to ask for some advice for that coach or to an athlete that's that's listening, um, mm-hmm. that they understand they have a platform, and you know this is geared toward those that um, are followers of Christ and they really want to use that platform to be more bold. So, mm-hmm. how would you encourage them? to to step out and be bold with their faith given the platform that they have
1: um you know i think i think that one of the most important things um who you surround yourself around i have seen um that play a big role in a lot of people's lives on why they are not as vocal or why they are not as um I have seen it affect why they're not as vocal as they would be because of the people that they surrounded themselves around or the environments that they surround themselves around. So one thing, my, one of my biggest advice um, to a lot of people would be to surround yourself around people who are on the same wave as you. And I know that could be very hard in sports because a lot of people um, get caught up in the hype. But one of the things that I want to say is that if you can find surround yourself around people who are on the same um, goal as you and also put yourself in the right environments uh, where it's not taking away from who God has called you to be. One of the things too, is that don't allow, you can't, you can't allow society to define you. Like you can't get caught up in what you think an athlete is. Oftentimes I think what happens is that athletes, they see what has been done before them and they follow that. And so if you want to be a trail, if you want to be a trailblazer, if you want to be somebody who um, is different, then you have to do something different. So encouraging people to be okay to, to stand out. To be, one of the things that I think, sorry, one of the things that I think that's really important is that you just surround yourself around people that um, that are, are good good influences on you. And, and also be bold and be okay with being different from other people. And if people have something negative to say, at least you can say that you did something that was meaningful towards you. So, yeah.
0: I like that—that that it's okay to be different. It is so. Because okay. a lot of times, um, you know, it's it can be kind of scary, um, especially um, for that for a coach um, or even a student athlete, a, a younger, you know, teenager. You know, yeah.
1: Well, oh, sorry to cut you off, but not to cut you off, but I wanted to say this: I was so different growing up, and um, just on a personal level, it was. Difficult sometimes because I was a, like I was in, I was kind of made fun of. I was like popular, cool, but I was also like different from everybody else. So it was kind of like um, people made fun of me, but like in a joking way, say certain things, and sometimes it would get to me. But I had my mom had always taught me to, um, these two words, and she said, "Do you?" And she always taught me to be different and to stand out and to not be afraid to. And I, I guarantee you, I don't probably wouldn't hear this from my in the platform that I have I would have listened to like what other people thought about me all the time. But I was just being who God has called me. And so that is one of the that you being you, like specifically the way that God makes you um, is important and the world needs that.
0: That's awesome. No, I, I like that. Um, encouraging you just to be who God created you to be. Be you. Don't right. Don't be somebody else. Right, right. Yeah, and that's huge. Because in yes. the world today, we're especially with social media, it's all about, I want to be like that person. You know, it's, it's, it's harder to to do that. So this next one's kind of a fun one um, for me. I like to go back and um, reflect on these. So a lot of people have a a favorite scripture or life verse. So I was going to ask if you had one or is there one maybe that God has shown you recently that you'd share with us to encourage us?
1: Yeah. So my, um, is and has always been one of my favorite verses is Matthew 6 and 33, uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God um, above all things and all things will be added unto you. That is my verse. That is the verse that has carried me through. um, And that has been the model of my life, seeking him first, even when I didn't have money, if I didn't know where everything was going to go, if I didn't know If I just didn't know, I still seek first the kingdom of God and everything that I needed, God has me. And it's not about money and status. That's not what life is about. I know people who have plenty of it. Um, it, It's not about those things. It's about true joy and happiness that comes from the Lord. And so Matthew 6 and 33.
0: um, I like that. I mean, that's good because a lot of people, I think, can sometimes take that out of context. Yes. (laughs) You know, that if I, you know, claim to believe in God and he's going to give me everything. Yeah, um, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you
1: see, though, and, and the thing, I, uh, Chandler Moore, he is a, um, he is one of my favorite um his music. He talked, he talked about this and he was talking about how People always say that they think that God's gonna give them what they want, but it's what God's gonna give us that we need, and that when we seek him first, he's going to give us the right things that we need from him. And it was so powerful when I heard him say that because it's such a truth. Like, God is not just gonna give me a big house because I want a big house. Like, God is gonna give me what I need. And so if he gives me a medium-sized house, that's fine. I'm supposed to still do his will, and no matter what he's given me. And that's what that scripture means is that he's gonna give you everything that you need, and you need to be content in those things. And that has gotten me really far in my life. I think another thing I will say a lot of times people ask me what's my secret formula or how did I get to meet these people or and to be honest with you it's just been genuineness. I think people mm-hmm. can feel genuine people and they feel genuine things and if you act a lot of the people that support Humble Over Height they'll tell you it just feels genuine. And that's mm-hmm. why I like it. I don't have an agenda. I don't ask these people for money. I don't ask these people for sometimes I don't even ask them to post things because I'm like, if they're going to do it, it's going to be put on their heart. And I have to do better job at that. Obviously that's marketing. That's good stuff. But I'm just a very genuine person. I'm not really in this for own namesake. Like most people don't even know that I'm the founder. think that the founder is a, is a, high. so it's, it's just like, it, it is always and will always be about being genuine. And so, yeah, that's that scripture means a lot to me for sure.
0: That's good. And being content is huge. And, you know, when you talked about that marketing piece, that's, that's a, that's another one of those fine lines because there's a lot of people that it's self-promotion. Yes. You know, so no, that's good. So this last question um, revolves around two words. It's all over sports all in, but it's also Mm -hmm. all over the gospels. I mean, when Jesus talks about, if you're going to follow him, you have to deny yourself be selfless. Yes. So what, so I want to ask for a practical sense. What does that look like in your life on a daily basis to be all in, in your walk with Christ?
1: Um, so like, you know, God, like I talk to God all the time. Me and him have conversations all the time before I do anything, whether that's a big opportunity or whether it's just going to the grocery store and buying something or, I mean, in all areas of my life, I've, um, I just talk to God and I, and I incorporate in my life. I always tell people, people think that they have to get themselves cleaned up and then they have to come God. But I always tell them that you have to figure out how to incorporate God in who you already are. If you like things, God made you to like things. It's just finding out a way to like those things that glorify him. And so for me all in, um, there is a, um, a, a thing that I always say is for God, living live and for God God die is that, you know, when a lot of people say, well, I don't believe in God. To each his own, right? Because as a, as a believer and as a person who is a pioneer from the, the kingdom in Christ, God has never forced himself on anybody. God is not a forceful God. So I would never force my spirituality or my relationship with God on anyone. But one thing I always tell people is that I would rather know I believe, see what it's like that I didn't. Because either way, I have nothing to lose. I mean, I have, well, if I do die and don't believe, I have a lot to lose. you're a believer, you know what you know, the Bible says and all that. But when I'm trying to say, it's the end of the day, because I believe in God, it's a win situation. Like, it's, there is no losing, in that, and that's what I truly believe in all. And so to be all in means that you just surrender your whole life to him. And that looks, in a practical way, um, I'm very um, intentional on what I listen to. I'm very intentional on the choices that I make. Um I'm just very intentional in, in a lot of things. A lot of prayer comes into that. I just don't make decisions because I'm young. I, I really think about the consequences of the decisions before I make them and how they'll affect me and the others around me, how it'll affect my children's children one day. I have no kids yet, but just saying, you know, in the future, um, just all those things. And so in a practical way to fall in is to really just give your will up, God's will and it's fun. People think it's boring, but I have so much fun. I know so many amazing people. I get to go so many great places, um, and that's because of God. He's opened so many doors for me. So that um, it's all into me.
0: That's good. It's you know just it's not compartmentalizing. You get your spiritual life, and then I've got this life. It's right. <laughs> you know it's bringing it all together. And I, I say this to myself often. I, I, I remind myself that. You know, I'm a, I'm a planner. Um, I've always got things going in my head. Um, and most of the ideas never really happen. And I have to remember that it's his plans are much better than mine. Yes. And, you know, even yes. I, I think I had this great idea. and Oh, this is going to be wonderful. And then it doesn't exactly. go. But then two months later, something even bigger. Because it's his plans and not mine. Yes. That's yeah, good. And that's
1: where, I, that's where I'm at. Um, just one humble of I think... You know, especially when you have an organization like this, people are just like, the next big break, like, oh, if LeBron posts you, is booming. Like, you know, like, and this is true. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, all these things are true. But for me, it's like God has took me on this journey the way that he has for a reason so that I can learn the things that I need to learn. Um, so that when the platform does get big that I can handle it because the bigger the platform the more that comes with it a lot of people don't understand that they just see the end product they see who you know or they see the clothing or they see this and they're like girl you popping this is dope but it's like there's a whole lot that comes with that behind closed doors
0: that's right yeah people don't understand Uh, that piece of it Um, that's good stuff hey um, thank you um, for, for doing this, taking the time, um, to do it and just, just keep, keep, keep doing what you're doing. because You're making a, a huge impact, um, more than, you know, so I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm glad that I was able to come and Um, I pray that the message of all in continues to just grow and that people, um, understand what it really means to be all in. So, yeah,
0: that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you again to Chelsea for taking time to share her heart, share her journey, and, and all about her organization, Humble Over Hype. I, I know we we joked in the conversation. It took us a long time to make this happen. So I'm so excited that we finally got to connect in God's timing for you to hear from her. But I love everything about her is found on her website. It's hype enough to know I'm great, but humble enough to know he is greater, and that's her heart is uh, working with athletes and showing them that uh, that there's someone greater. I did, it goes back to so many stories that we tell through this podcast is is all about their I- identity is in Jesus. Identity is not in athletics, and and her heart that an athlete is a person just like you and I, and encouraging them that above all to fully pursue Jesus, incorporating God in all areas of their life. That true joy, true happiness only comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from wins and losses. It doesn't come from success. It only comes through Jesus. And just the reminder that God's will is greater than our will. It's, His plans are greater than ours. So thank you again to Chelsea for joining and sharing her heart. I would encourage you to look at the notes when you look at the the, the episode here, and, and and click on the link to her website and go go support her. Go follow her on social media. God is doing amazing things through her, and, and humble over hype. And she'll be the first to tell you it's not about her. It's all about Jesus. So continue to to support her. As God continues to grow her platform and and as these annual events she's having, she even talked about these, these large events she has where she brings in these high school athletes to encourage them, but no, but the main thing they're going to hear, they're going to hear the gospel and seeing young men, seeing coaches responding to the gospel is, is unbelievable. Again, I can't say enough about this young lady's heart, her organization, and the amount of support that we all need to give people like her, because it's not just about sports, it's all about Jesus. So thank you again for for listening to to Chelsea's story. Thanks for listening to this long recap. Um, but I, I'd love for you to find out more by her organization by going to her website. Also, Go check out our website, allinsportsoutreach.org. Go on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and search All In Sports Outreach. Find out who we are, why we do what we do, and send us a message. We love hearing from, from listeners and, and how this podcast has spoken to you or someone in your sphere of influence. Thank you for listening. Thank you for support. Thank you for your prayers.